Let's freaking go. Jaden Daniels, you just witnessed the second best quarterback in LSU history. I have never, never seen a quarterback put together back-to-back games like Jaden Daniels just did. And that does not include what he did versus Mississippi State, Arkansas, and for a good bit of the Florida State game. Are you freaking kidding me with bad freaking ribs? No calls going your way. Your center getting hurt. Your backup center getting pulled. Only two wide receivers that are really options. Jaden Daniels overcame it. And he honestly carried us to victory. We have always said this about Jaden Daniels. When it comes to toughness, when it comes to intangibles, when it comes to all the little things, he is everything you want as an LSU quarterback. But now you have a transcendent talent. It is beyond reasonable doubt that there is only one quarterback, one that has ever played at LSU that is better than this guy. Only one. And you guys witnessed something truly special. You're going to remember this game for uh, quite some time, mainly because of Jaden's heroics coming through and just getting it done. And for whatever reason, quarterbacks at LSU, (laughs) they're going to need to put some bubble wrap the next time we go to Columbia around the ribs of our quarterback. So hopefully Jaden's injury uh, isn't too bad because once the adrenaline of the game wears off, we'll see what he actually looks like the rest of the way. Now, we do need to talk about the defense. I am not an end results guy. I am more so celebrating the greatness of Jaden Daniels here at the end of this. But I am also going to bring up that this LSU defense is still so freaking abysmal. Now, a lot better in the second half than in the first. The pass rush certainly got better. Brayton Swinson with the big play. I thought Mason Smith played his best football of the season when we really freaking needed it. He made some absolutely big plays. And then, of course, Harold Perkins, Major Burns, getting themselves some interceptions today. So, overall, big shout-out to Every single LSU Tiger football player that fought through there, and we need to find somebody to play DB at LSU. Um, And we have got to seriously reconsider who is calling the defensive plays for the rest of the way when it comes to LSU. This was a good Missouri team, but I think today we saw that they were a little overvalued going into this game, and they have still yet to score 40 points in a game yet this season. So. The truth here is LSU very fortunate to win this game today, especially if you bet LSU to cover. You are a nasty dog. You are a nasty backdoor cover dog. If you actually bet LSU to cover the spread today, are you kidding me? I was on the over, and I I think – from this point forward with Jaden playing the way that he's playing the defense, you've just got to click the over button. You just need to click the over button. (laughs) So yes, obviously uh, there's a piece of me that's very angry about today. There's also a piece of me that's very happy about today. And I am really excited to see Jaden do what he has done despite all the haters that are out there. Okay. We start things off with the Nola Grizz super chat. Good to see you grant, uh, super chatting as well. Make sure I didn't miss any others. Good to see Michael in here and a lot of PHL icons. Just, just celebrate, uh, the greatness you watched. Just celebrate the greatness. Okay. Now, 
I don't want to spend too much time on the officiating here, but I do want to bring up that if you watch enough football, you do begin to see that if you are on the road, the 50-50 calls are going to go in the favor of the home team. And what we saw today was a lot of 50-50 calls going in favor of LSU. I'd say LSU. In favor of the wrong Tigers, Missouri. Okay? Obviously, Jaden's numbers would have been even better if they would have called him a touchdown on that QB sneak where he was four yards into the end zone. But no, the rest didn't see enough. The 50-50 pass interference calls did not go LSU's way today. A lot of phantom holding calls mixed in there as well. LSU was able to overcome it. Now, we know the defense is bad. We do. But I do want to credit the resolve. Uh, but Matt House really needs to reconsider a lot of different things when it comes to this defense. He really, 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 really does. So, you know, before the season began, I thought LSU was going to win one of these back-to-back road games and lose the other. And before the season, I had LSU losing to Ole Miss. I meant beating Ole Miss and losing to Missouri. The opposite actually happened. So, obviously, later today, um, you are going to want Arkansas to beat Missouri. Uh, that I mean, you're going to want Arkansas to beat Ole Miss. You're going to need some help. Um, obviously, a lot of us are going to be intently watching this Auburn, uh, Texas A&M game today. Um, but the truth is, no matter how you cut it, LSU is still in it in the SEC race. And we also learned today, I know a lot of us want to say championships, defense, whatever idiom you want to put out there. The truth is, if you have an elite offense, it's always better than if you have an atrocious defense and vice versa. I would prefer to be us than Iowa, right, with an atrocious offense and an elite defense, right? Jared, I hope you had fun at the game today. Please send me as many photos as you possibly can. Um, oh, you just beat Texas. There you go. Uh, from Ethan. Um, crazy. Absolutely crazy. I actually had Texas covering today, so I uh, lost that one. But I don't care about that. I'm more concerned about LSU getting the freaking job done. Okay? So, yeah, uh, uh, I would hope he said this, uh, Louisiana. Huh? 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 Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, so, yeah, a little bit later, we'll take a look at the rest of the SEC. Um, so, there you go. And what I mean by 50-50 calls, I mean calls that could legitimately go either way. Right? The Brady Cook fumble that was ruled a fumble, but they overturned it to where he had possession. I was okay with the overturn. Once again, it's 50-50, though. I think you stick with the call on the field there, but that's not here nor there, okay? So the truth is we are very blessed to walk out of there with the victory. We are very blessed to be in this spot where LSU, once again, still controls their own destiny if Ole Miss is to lose another SEC game, which I think they will. Okay? So, there you go. But the truth is, let's go to Van with the Super Chat. Uh, Van texted me during the game that he was sick. And I get it. I would be sick too watching this. Okay? Um, 
you know, normally when LSU is playing a big game, I'll have another uh, if there's another huge game that I have to watch. Obviously, um, they have to stop playing zone. Okay, Adam, we'll talk some film as well. You know, obviously, my dream is to to do national, you know, sports stuff. So when that actually happens, just speaking it into existence. I won't be able to just watch the LSU game. And like, obviously, I got to be able to watch Texas, Oklahoma, all the big games that are out there. This game was a little bit different, though, because this game was so freaking compelling, right? Texas, Oklahoma was a good game. Obviously, Oklahoma won at the end. I didn't get to see the end of it. Um, this game between LSU and Missouri is always chaotic. It, if for some reason, I say always chaotic. The last two have been so chaotic. I will say this about Brian Kelly's coaching today. I did like some of the adjustments he made and a really bold one. Okay. A really bold decision he made. All right. I destroyed him for the fourth and three decision. Pulling Marlon Martinez was so huge. Now, we don't know what happened to Charles Turner in this game. He did get banged up. Okay, and we went to Marlon Martinez, which was the right thing to do. I wouldn't want a true freshman center going out there. And Marlon Martinez stunk up the joint. The holdings, the false starts, the bad snaps, he was bad. So we pull him, and DJ Chester is the guy. That is an incredible true freshman performance. I wasn't really able to watch him individually. Obviously, we'll see how all the blocking and everything went down. But the truth is this, okay? you In this spot with DJ Chester, it is so freaking nerve-wracking. It is so freaking nerve-wracking. The fact that you have got to go in this game and snap shotgun snaps in a very loud and hostile environment. After they had already chose someone else to play over you. So give him a lot of credit because keep in mind what makes his performance even better from DJ Chester is in high school. He played off at the tackle. So this is the first competitive reps he's really ever had playing center outside of garbage time. Kudos to him. Big game ball goes to him. Now, once again, Malik neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr., they proved that they are still the best one-two combo in the entire um, college football realm when it comes to wide receivers. There is no one that comes close to them now. In a terms of a pure one-two combination, they are the best. Okay. Um, you know, I, the, the offensive line was stellar again today. Logan Diggs was stellar again. Kyron had a big catch as well. I thought Mason Taylor was fine. Now let's talk about the defense. All right. So once again, when I criticize any player, I don't want anybody to feel like I am just singling out any one player. Okay. But LSU is running out of defensive backs that can play. Nola Terrence Welsh today, we don't know. But once again, I'll say this. We don't know if any of this is injury-related. We never do. Okay? We get an injury report. Sometimes they can be incomplete. There could be more going on with the player. So 
Let's talk about the secondary. Tough game for our safeties again. Really tough game. Uh, Major Burns, of course, to pick six at the end is a good thing. You never, never be mad about that. But uh, Sage Ryan is 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 bad. It's 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 really bad. Okay, I never like to say this. I understand players uh, watch this, parents watch this, but sometimes it is just so blatantly clear that if you keep playing a guy who's not good, you're only doing damage to him. Okay, I understand. We have no other options at this point, but we do. We do. Okay, we do. There's always another option. There always is. Okay, I I am to the point now where if there is no one else other than Sage Ryan that could play, you've got to start trying wide receivers, anything at this point, anything. Um, it's 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 an issue, and I understand that it seems like I'm just singling him out. But this was another really tough performance. Really, really, really tough. Zion Alexander took a step back today. It was it was a tough day for him. With that said, he is still our best corner. I understand that I might get some pushback on that. Denver Harris, I I don't think you can play him either, as poor as he was versus Ole Miss. But I I'm fine with giving him another shot. We have to keep going. We have to freaking keep going. The scheme has got to be better too. Okay. I don't want to see Greg Penn on Luther Burden when the game-winning drive is in order. I don't want Greg Penn on Luther freaking Burden. What are we doing? Imagine, imagine if we, imagine if Clemson put a linebacker on Jamar Chase. Okay, that that's it's it's lunacy to do that. Lunacy. Michael says, I truly thought someone else called the defense in the second half. Thoughts? Yeah, the defense was better. It was definitely better. We were able to get some stops. Obviously, that's a really good thing. Um, what ultimately cost Missouri in this game, though, was their quarterback, Brady Cook. Both of his interceptions were him staring down Luther Burden, just brutally staring him down. Okay. We caught some breaks, and I talked about the officiating and the 50-50 calls that went against LSU in this game, all right? Missouri dropped a touchdown on the very first drive. They ended up scoring anyway. But number 84, Missouri, I would tell him to not only delete all social media, but light your phone on fire. Throw it into an erupting volcano with the electric eels coming out of it. He had four drops. Four drops. Four. I, I don't think I remember a time when I saw a receiver have four drops in a single game. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll say this about their offense. You know, in our preview film study, we told you Cody Schrader is a really good running back. And our rush defense is still the worst in the SEC when it comes to yards per carry. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
defense was better. Give Matt House credit in the second half. Okay. Scudder Roby. Marlon Martinez was very brutal. There's no other way around it. Okay. Now, obviously, Charles Turner should be our starter. He should be our starter. I do think DJ Sester gives us more upside. I do. Okay. But he is a true freshman. Do you really want a true freshman center starting the rest of the way? In a season, you can still win the SEC. I um, I got to be real. Okay. I You can't start Martinez at this point. That was a rough game. A rough game. So it's either DJ Chester or uh, Charles Turner. I think the, the the difficulty of having a rough game at center and still playing the guy is ultimately your center is your most important offensive lineman. They snapped the football. The reason why Jaden got hurt is because of a bad snap. I honestly think... And only Jaden and Brian Kelly would know this. They're, they're really the only two. Now, the whole team could know it, too. It just depends on the play call. But I think the play where Jaden scored, I think it was a handoff to Diggs all the way. But it was a high snap. Okay? So, yeah, I mean... I'm going to be real, Roby. I, I think at this point, we're, we're going to have to roll with DJ Chester if that's where we're going to have to roll. Okay? And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. He, he, uh, I, I would obviously need to rewatch. But we want our offensive linemen to be four stars or better. Okay? You just do. You want, you want your blue chip players because ultimately those guys, more often than not, give you a little more upside. Okay? We've had a lot of good three-star centers. Charles Turner is one of them. Cushenberry, uh, Liner again was a was a three star, so on and so on. Elliot Porter, but you know, I I I don't know. I don't I don't think you could start Marlon Martinez. I think Martinez being a backup guard is, is fine. So we 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 don't know if Charles Turner got hurt or not. He did come up gimpy, so he very well could be banged up. Um. The only thing I'm really concerned about at this point, I know the defense sucks. I I know I know this defense sucks, okay? What I don't know is Jaden's status for the rest of the season or even for the next week. You just don't know that. Adrenaline is still flowing. We didn't know this with Miles Brennan. Okay? So Obviously, we're going to need to see how Jaden looks, uh, you know, going into this next week. I thought Garrett Nussmeyer was fine. If you're a backup quarterback going into that situation, you're you're not going to get into a worse situation than that. After a hold, game not essentially on the line, but a big high leverage spot, Prads could be super loud knowing that the, the backup's in there. Um. So, oh, Roby meant Chester. Okay.
But yes, I, I Roby, I don't know. It, I, I still want Charles Turner to be our center. I do. I do. Okay. TJ, once again, thank you so much to Louisiana Controls. Everybody, welcome James to the channel. James, good to see you. Okay. Mason had a hell of a game today. First half was tough. Second half was better. Now Delhi's not a center. <laughs> you thought the snaps today were rad. Oof. Delhi's not a center. He is our left guard for the future. Not only this year, the next year. Dennis, welcome to the channel. Yeah. We are uh, being carried by a quarterback right now. Okay. And it's not just him. We got two elite receivers. We got a really good offensive line. I thought Will was really good at, uh, again today. Emory was really good again today. Um, so, yeah. Now. Let's talk about a few other things offensively. What I liked and what I didn't like. Okay? Logan Diggs is 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 so good. Okay? He is so good. Obviously, he's not a, a pure home run hitter like a, like a Hill or Fournette or someone like that. But he reminds me a lot of Latavius Murray for the Saints, right? He is so good between the tackles at getting five yards here, 10 yards here, an occasional 12-yard run here. He runs hard, and he runs decisive. He's really good at breaking the initial push, okay? And once again, he, d- he doesn't have the same MPH as, as Jaden or, or Caleb Jackson or someone like that, but... He's really good. He is really freaking good at football. Okay. Um, and as good as Malik and BTJ have been, you know, I felt the Arkansas game was more Malik and BTJ carrying us instead of vice versa. I felt like this game was, uh, I felt, I felt like this game was more Jaden just carrying us, just just pushing us through. Mike was really good today again, as in Mike Dimbrock, the offensive coordinator. The BTJ touchdown call was a thing of beauty. I can't wait to break it down, okay? Um, it was such a great single high beater, all right? The only thing I would say offensively, is the final drive to put the game away was abysmal. The decision to run Logan Diggs on first down, you they think that that's coming, okay? We know one first down ends a game, one first down. And then the second down, Jaden fumbled. He almost you know, took away all the good things he did in this game. And then the third down decision was a good one to just run it and live with the results. And then have your defense decide. I know that's scary. But in that situation, Brian Kelly was right to punt. Uh, 
But outside of that drive, with bad ribs, the runs were truly incredible. Now, um, let me see. I, I think BK's at the podium. I think that's why my phone's blowing up. Okay. So Charles Turner hyperextension of his knee. Okay. So it might be the DJ Chester show. Okay. It might be. But Brian Kelly, you know, he's not the most apt to playing young guys. So it might be the Marlon Martinez show, as Roby pointed out a minute ago. Uh, Brian Kelly said that the key to LSU's defensive improvements in the second half have to do with mixing up its coverages more. Okay. It's wild, man. Absolutely wild. Okay. What a day. What a freaking day. Exactly, Seth. Now, if you guys don't mind, please like and share this stream. If you have a Facebook page, go to your Facebook, hit this, hit the stream and, and share it. Uh I'm in a good mood, though. I know our defense is 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 getting massacred. I don't care. I don't care. I've already lived with the results of that. What weeks? Yeah, I had a good game. Uh, once again, he proved that there's there's a gap between him and all the other linebackers on this team at this point. Okay, um, we'll we'll see where Omar Spates is after this week. Uh, Greg Penn was better today. One thing: give LSU equipment a lot of credit. We weren't slipping around like we were last week, and that's obviously a huge step in the right direction. Okay, so yeah, what weeks? We'll take it. Okay, once again, it's kind of hard to compliment any defensive player uh, after you give up thirty-nine points. But if there were a few, Mason, big in in the second half with some big plays, Perk. Was great. I think this is the second week in a row. Perk has been great for us. And with weeks at this point. Okay. Now, CB says our bye week can't come fast enough. We still got a few weeks until then. Okay. Some good news if you're an LSU fan. The first is you do get a night game versus Auburn. Now, we don't know exactly what time the game will kick off, if it's 6 or 6.30. Um, so take that for what it's worth. And then you have the Army game after that. Now, something else that this game confirmed is LSU at the very least 
will be going bowling. Okay. Uh, they will be at least a six and 16 with two more Renowins mixed in there. Okay. So there you go. It can't get much worse than that, right? Shonoff says, House needs to pull the goalie. All right. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, to uh, to use that phrasing here, pulling the goalie essentially in hockey means you're just taking the goalie out and you're playing with an extra person. Okay? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this about the... Um, the play the goalie or, or pull the goalie kind of thing. All right. When you're, when you're calling defense, ask yourself, what exactly do you do that works? All right. One thing that worked today was a zero blitz. I think we called one today. And by golly, G Willikers. And yes, I dropped a G Willikers. <laughs> G, a, a G Willikers. Next thing you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to wear, wearing a monocle. G Willikers. <laughs> I even forgot what I said. I was even forgot what my next poem is going to be. Jay Rogers. I'm a little jealous. I did not get my vid summit invite, but look, I'm just a 10,000 subscriber guy. I need, I need to start another YouTube channel in a, in a, in a new niche. I'm always going to do PHL, but I need, I need to do something new that has actually, I need to do finance or something. Got the Johnny Manziel thing going on. <laughs> Where's all the fans asking for nuts to start over Jaden? We'd be in big trouble without Jaden. Yeah, the um, the truth is, the nuts bus has been parked. I do think this is a good thing for Garrett Nussmeyer, though. But that's a different story for a different day. Michael and ATX, good to see you. And, and Michael, ATX, you get to pick the next topic, okay? All right. And Zay, you've been a Nussbus guy. Look, I've, I've been open to playing Garrett Nussmeyer. But now it's over. It's over. I wasn't ever a... Hey, Nuss deserves no discussion of playing kind of guy. But I've always been. Jaden needs to be the guy. Okay. Uh, so Jaden just confirmed that it was the late hit uh, that he took in the end zone that hurt his ribs. The irony is that that is the same end zone with Miles Brennan. So let's just hope. Okay. Um, uh, 
to 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 uh to Justin's point here, okay. When when I when I see someone and I decide, okay, this guy's special. The question I um, that that I ask for myself is, how special are you? Okay. And the way you determine if somebody is special is ask yourself this question: How many plays would a replacement level quarterback make instead of Jaden Daniels? And if we're being dead honest here, there might have been maybe three to five quarterbacks who could have won this game today in Jaden's place. The The touchdown run was simply absurd, right? The way Jaden just eats angles for lunch, okay, is crazy to me. And I've gotten some blowback on this. And every time I mention this guy's name, is I, I the eggs get thrown, tomatoes get thrown at me. That's fine. Okay. Well, RG3 said this name today. And RG3, of course, is one of the best dual threat quarterbacks ever in college football. Jaden Daniels is Lamar Jackson right now. That's it. I think it's safe to say at this point. Okay? Now, I don't think he's as good as Lamar Jackson. I don't. You know, Lamar did what he did in year two and year three of his development, and Jaden is in year five, and he's got all these starts under his belt. So it is different. Okay? And Lamar did not have a good offensive line. He did not have the receivers. He had, had, what, Parker? So he 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 had a few good weapons on the outside. Let's put it like that. But the truth is, the way those guys eat the, the, the pursuit angles of the linebackers is crazy. Okay? So, you're witnessing a Lamar Jackson wearing an LSU uniform. He is truly that great. Okay? Um, but what concerns me is we just we just don't know what his status is going to be until you know everything is all until we're we're at home okay we just don't know we just don't and guess what that's fine that's perfectly fine baby okay Uh, let's go. T- let's go to this. Carter King, run through the rest of the schedule and give us a prediction for the rest of the season, the current state of affairs. All right. So at this point, I think it's pretty fair to say that it is very implausible for LSU to run the table with an objectively bad defense. I think implausible is a little bit of a strong word here, but the likelihood of us running the table is very little. Okay, it's very, very little, but it's doable. And if the cards were to, uh, you know, go the way of us, I know I didn't say that smoothly. LSU can still win the SEC West here with three losses like they did last year. Okay, you're going to need a lot of chaos. Obviously, tonight. 
I would probably. Can I still wear my LSU shirt to go to the grocery store even though it was really close? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Okay. Making making chicken wings. Oh, we're doing chicken wings and, tonight. Uh, cream cheese, jalapeno, uh, stuffed jalapenos with cream cheese, bacon wrap with brown sugar on top. Let's do it. But mom won't have bacon on it because I don't eat meat. You don't eat bacon. Okay. The truth here is the likelihood of us running this table is very little. Can LSU still get in, though, with two conference losses? The answer to that is yes. Okay. You're going to need a lot of things to go your way. One big thing is you really need Arkansas to beat Ole Miss tonight. That would be a huge step in the right direction. So if you're an LSU fan, you want Arkansas to win a lot. Okay. You've already beaten them, so you had the tiebreaker with them, and they already have two conference losses. So if you're an LSU fan, you want Arkansas to keep winning. Um, and obviously tonight, Alabama and Texas A&M, you still have to play one of them the rest of the way. Let's just say LSU were to lose the Florida game. They could still have a lot of chaos go their way for them to get in if they beat Alabama and Texas A&M, okay? But the goal, obviously, is to get into the playoff and win the national championship. So to Justin Super Chat here, you obviously need to win out, okay? Because going into the season, we looked at this team as playoff or bust. I would put LSU's chances of winning out the rest of the way I'd, I'd I'd say probably to a twenty percent chance. I would say a one in five chance, and and that's being very generous at this point. So let's go one in five chance for them to win out the rest of the way. Okay, uh, and look, I told you a few weeks ago, I gave LSU a forty percent chance of being undefeated in the SEC before. Um, before Alabama. So a very sad and distraught John Sibley Butler, okay, after his Texas Longhorns, their unbeaten streak came to an end today. A thriller versus Oklahoma. They were able to pull out there at the end. I thought Texas was going to win by 10. JD5 put the team on his back like Bryce Young. So we talk about the defense rather than the QB position. What does the defense need to do by position? All right. So the first thing is, you've honestly, you've honestly got to answer this question, Sibs. Okay. And Dustin, really good super chat right here. You are right. I've always been impressed by your headshot, man. That is that is a professional headshot done with your iPhone. I can tell it's an iPhone photo. Okay. By position. Okay. 
the backup defensive line for LSU had a tough day today. They did. Jefferson, Shand, Guillory had a tough day. They had a tough day. Um, we haven't really seen Parashan do anything just yet. And I think defensively, the defensive line was definitely better today. They still weren't good at all, if that makes sense. At a, at linebacker, Sibley, I, I think you got to stick with uh, Greg Penn and, and, and Whit Weeks at this point. I'm also open to uh, West Weeks getting some snaps. Uh, I am. And in the secondary, Sibley, what I would do if I were Brian Kelly is I would get in the meeting room, and I actually wouldn't include Matt House in this meeting. I would just go to Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples and say, who should we play? Who should we play? And it's not even a scheme question at this point. It's who should we play? Who are the best five guys that, that, that can give us the best chance to win? Obviously, we have no choice at this point but to play Major Burns and Andre Sam. I don't know if we have any other safeties. Kylan Jackson's just out of the picture. Okay. Do we try Toviano? I don't know why we haven't tried him yet. I would try my nickel. I'd give him a shot. Okay. But to Dustin's point, maybe you look at the LSU defense and say, look, we did some good things in the second half. Let's see if we can build on it. We don't need them to be perfect. We just don't need them to be atrocious like they were in the first half. Okay. The degree of difficulty for JD5 with LSU is unreal. Yeah, you're right, James. And it's to the point now where you're, you're just a hater if you don't see Jaden as the second-best quarterback to play at LSU in the modern era. And I am the biggest J. Russ guy you will ever find. Okay? Matt Flynn was great at LSU. Great. Zach Menberger was great at LSU. Rohan Davey was great. I mean, Rohan is a record setter at LSU. But it this stuff is just crazy. You you it's so hard to play the quarterback position this good. It's so hard. No number three receiver. Bad snaps. Penalties. Holdings. Doesn't freaking matter. Hey, go, Dr. Morgan. You're all right. And we, 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 we talked quite a bit about Mason. A lot better second half. Obviously, some things need to get cleaned up. Uh, he had a huge offsides in the first first half. But in the second half, a lot better. Really good stuff. Okay. Uh, 
Jay Madison says, hey, Carter, I don't think you could pick a best five now. It's just hope for the best. Yeah, y'all yeah, want to know something? I, I don't know how many of you believe in a higher power. Whatever you want to believe, you can believe. Okay. I do believe in the football gods, though. Okay. Maybe the football gods are punishing us. Because we had the most unfair, dominant run of defensive backs. From Corey Webster all the way up until 2019. We, we, we just had an unfair amount of defensive backs. When most secondaries in college football are just terrible. Okay? One thing to keep in mind about defensive back recruiting that makes it tough is your best defensive backs in high school play offense. Okay, so like for instance, the best high school football player in this next recruiting class is Jawan Johnson. Um, he's a quarterback at LCA, and he's going to break every Louisiana record known to mankind this year because he puts up 500 yards every game. DB is really hard to recruit. Okay, it really, really, really is. So, when those things happen, maybe the football god said, look, I not only gave you Patrick Peterson, I took Patrick Peterson away from you, and the year after he left, you fielded the best secondary ever that we have ever seen in the SEC. So maybe the football gods are saying, look, every single defensive back you recruit is not not going to be good. They're they they're gonna they're gonna hurt you. That's the only way that can really explain all of this, and these last couple of years of secondary play. That is the only yeah. That is the only thing to explain any of this. Uh, y'all be kind in here. I don't, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to mute y'all. Keep in mind, it's okay to criticize a player on here, but don't go overboard. Okay, it's just not. It's just not worth it. It's okay to say player X for me. Maybe someone. There's some people out there that say you shouldn't criticize anybody ever. You should just wave pom poms. Obviously, I'm not of that ilk. But don't don't go overboard, okay? Please be kind, okay? Like I've said plenty of times, there are players that watch this, players, teammates, players, families. So y'all, you know, got to get get along, okay? Let's go to blank goatee. How about no more crap about an eleven a.m. kickoff? That's true. Not only, uh, you know, it it is crazy to think, you know, you go back to. Some of the games that we had last year. All right. Uh, you know, it's 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 important to note. Okay. Like just the transformation that uh that, that Jaden's had from last year to this year. Okay. 
it's amazing. Like he had a few rough 11 a.m. kickoffs, and now he's had two of the most dominant games we've ever seen a quarterback on 11 a.m. kickoffs. Now, I do want to point something out. All right. More than normal, I saw quite a few former LSU players get vocal about the defense. Okay. Now, I always hold a little extra weight to players that have been out for a while for this reason. They just don't know as many people on, on the team. And a lot of the guys that played in the NFL, they're older. Um, you know, their football knowledge is even more vast. I did find it interesting. William, thank you for the super chat. I hope I can make the Auburn game this weekend. I'm trying to trying to make it trying to make it work. Um and William, you get to pick the next topic, go right on ahead. Let 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 me let me say something really quickly here. Okay. Actually, I, I totally, I totally forgot what I was going to say because I saw. Uh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Something about an eleven and kickoff. It'll come back to you in a second. Let's go to Taylor's super chat. Okay. Is Josh Williams underappreciated? Diggs is awesome, but I feel like if we gave Will C- Williams some carries, RB attack would be even better, and Diggs would be fresher late in games to finish teams off. It's a good super chat. Uh, so good you did it twice. Now, let's go through it. Uh, LD88 hit me up. I, I might be able to help you. I already have a ton of Mason's autograph cards. I might be able to help you with that. Um, Because next thing you know, she's going to be getting a thousand requests. So William wants to talk some Jaden. We'll do that. Yeah, so the first thing is Josh is just the ultimate teammate, right? It's clear he's not as good as Logan Diggs, and he has taken his role, and he had a really good carry for us today, okay? How many carries? I think he only had one today. Let me see. He had two, two for 10 yards, okay? Uh, let's, let's put the final stats up here. Yeah, I said, but you, you had, uh, you have to you have to get off the field from time to time. Okay, for this reason, we're playing at such a fast pace. So, wow, this is interesting. So we played sixty six plays today offensively. Missouri played sixty eight plays offensively. Ole Miss played 88 plays offensively, or it was 85, something like that. Still, about 20 plays fewer our defense played today, okay? So, maybe Logan Diggs um, running the football 
helped spell our defense just a little bit. But yes, I could see a scenario moving forward that Josh gets more work. I also will say this. I am glad that they have shrunk the rotation today. Okay. Um, You know, for me, I... um, I'm of the belief that fewer is better when it comes to touches during the course of a game. And you'll see that the only receivers I got targets today were three of them. Okay. Um, You know, for a while, we were just rotating our receivers just far too often. And I'm really happy to see that our rotation is, is, is down. Okay. Uh, at this point, we have not needed a number three wide receiver to step up. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I could see more Josh in the near future. I, I, w- I, I would say this, Taylor, to your super chat, is I want to see a world where our um, when we are up and we have a uh, a positive game script – that Josh Williams is the guy instead of Logan. So for up two possessions, three possessions, those carries should be going to Noah Kane and, and, and Josh Williams. Okay. Let's go to hit stick. I think we might have might all have to consider that what we're seeing right now is very much what happens, uh, very much what should have had last year, but our DBs ended up popping. It hurts, but we might just have to live through this. Yeah, hit stick. You know, it, it is it is kind of weird. So last year, every single defensive back uh, that LSU brought in via the portal, uh, outside of one, and that was an FCS transfer, uh, ended up being really good. Okay, and even then, Colby Richardson was fine. Uh, we got very lucky that every single one of them was out like they were great. Gardner was great. Converse was great. Fouché was great. Obviously, Greg Brooks was great. And this year, it's just been the opposite. No, none of the defensive transfers have, have have really done a whole lot outside of uh, Swinson, Jefferson here or there. I thought Ovi had a better game today. Um but none of the transfers we, we brought in in this last class have really turned out to be awesome, okay? It is never a good sign if you're looking at a defensive uh, – if you're looking at a defensive box score, it is never a good sign when your leading tackler is a corner, okay? That means you're getting torched more often than not. But no picks for Jaden today. Pretty good stuff. It's a lot of pressure. This would be something I would do. Okay. I I here's what I think, and, and you and I are you and I are in agreement here. Okay. 
when your defense is so abysmal, okay, like let's say like you have a, let's say you have a crappy offense, all right. Even if you have a crappy offense, there's only a limit of what you can do with that offense. Because if you have a crappy offense, more than more often than not, your quarterback just sucks. So you're just limited. There's just not a whole lot you can do. Okay? You can run more. You can do more trick play. I mean, there's – defensively, when your defense sucks, there's a gazillion different things you can do, Right? I, and what I what I would do is start with that. Maybe Matt House needs to be on the field. Okay. I like my coordinators being in the booth. I've just always been that way. But, you know, Aranda was a field guy. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. As you should have been, Jalen. It's tough. It's nerve-wracking. What's up, Aaron? Let it's a go. What's a Aaron? A Mac in the building. What's up, A Mac? Now, let's chat about special teams today. Jay Bramblett, tough punt. He came back and came through when we needed it. Punt out at the four yard line, to be exact. Perfect punt. Had a huge impact on this game. The Ramos field goal was interesting. All right, so they had Steve Austin, their the referee expert. And he said, if, like, the field goal posts are infinite, okay? He said that if you kick it directly over the upright, the field goal is not good. I thought it was the opposite. I thought if the ball goes directly over the post, it's still considered good. It's almost impossible to know because a ball can doink off the post in many different directions. For instance, Harrison Mevis, their kicker, Really good kicker. Probably the best in the SEC. Had a tough day. He missed a few, and then obviously the one he made got clipped in. I don't know if that field goal was bad or not. I don't know. I don't know.
All right. Coming up after this, I'm about to show you the most shocking image you will see. Okay? But first... PHL Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Special shout out, Louisiana Controls. Commercial HVAC needs. I'm serious. If you want to support PHL and you need your air conditioning fixed, you need your energy situation fixed. All right. I, I'm still shocked that they did not count this touchdown. And I hate this because this stat goes against Jaden's Heisman bit. Now, I'm happy Logan got the tutty. But what the hell? I mean, what the hell is this? Oh, come on, James. I was I was going to let him go, but then he had that's just too much. So he he gets he gets a block. It kind of felt like he was it was going overboard. Hate to do that. Go to Player X. Got some really cool things coming up with Player X. All right, I put him. I put him in the block. He's in the block category for now. I, I can't quit looking at this image. I really can't. And they did not call this a tutty. Yeah, I grant. I, <laughs> like, uh, here's the game. Here's the game about the quarterback sneak stuff. Okay. There's so many bodies mixed in there. It's not the easiest thing to see. All right. But this one, this one. The rest are really bad today. The rest are really freaking bad today. They just were. Got to be better than that. You, you can't, you can't do this. Yes, and, and you're right, Hitman. It was a ref coming in from that side. So this is interesting. Tim is actually one of my football card 
viewers. And we actually just got um, – so the football card show, I'm very, very happy with how that's grown. Um, we actually just joined like a larger company, which is pretty cool. And uh, Tim has a special connection to Jaden. Um, and one day I'll share that, unless Tim wants me to share it. But uh, Tim, Tim knows Jaden, and and it's obviously really freaking cool uh, that uh, you've been hanging out with us, man. I think he's more of a Jaden fan than an LSU fan. That's fine, man. We have we have some of Jaden's peeps that watch this. Let's see. I do want to go in and start the film study. Oh, Jaden got the game ball today. Let's get to that game ball. Look at that. That's Slade Roy right there in the front. There we go. That's so cool, man. It's interesting. So you see John Emery dressed out. I I'm not sure if he got a snap today. Good stuff, JD. Yes, yeah, so when, when I'm done with this, I'm actually going to watch the Texas Oklahoma highlights first. Um, I thought I could multitask and watch both at the same time, but that was on me betting on Quinn Ewers. Okay, I have I have done so well betting against Quinn Ewers. I really am. There's no way I should have bet him in a big game. Tell him, show enough. You need to. Y'all need to join the Discord. You're gonna get the full game grades later tonight. Oh, Sibley, Sibley didn't even go to the game today, the Texas OU game. I get it. I, I, I could see how that game could be a uh, – uh, I could see how that game could be a uh, 
nuisance. Ain't that something? And I'm up by seven. How about it? Might be able to go cash by over win total. Thought they were going to be pretty good this year, man. And they are. Man, no bad news, man. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think AM's got the, the, the best team in the West. Um, you know, offensively, they're cooking. Like a Bobby Petrino. Get some PHL camo hats. Let's go, Cormier. Oh, man. Why should I be ashamed of myself? Let's go to William's Super Chat. He wants to attach some Jaden a little bit earlier. We did that, so let's talk some officiating. It was bad. You're right, William. It was so bad. Can't really do anything about it. Got the W. Right? Yeah, Pegasus, we'll, we'll chat about that. So, um, they called us one time on it, and then they called them one time on it. Okay. When you clap, all right, that is normally an indicator for you to snap the football. So, what defensive line, linemen were doing, where they were clapping at the line of scrimmage. That's not what Sage Ryan was trying to do. Okay. He was just clapping like, let's go. And the same thing for the Missouri guy. I get the rule, but I mean, there has to be context to it. Right. They're not trying to clap to get them uh, off sides. Let's go to Blanche. Don't forget Blanche. You got to send me an email so I can send your card out. I don't, Unless I just missed it, hit me, shoot me an email. PowerHourLSU at gmail.com. All right, so why was the Jaden Daniels touchdown called back? I thought Mizzou would score 40, but the turnovers bailed us out. They got pretty close. Um, So, obviously, we, we, we covered the first Jaden touchdown early in the game that got, that got marked down at the one. That was stupid. Um. The second one where he actually got hurt. Kamarion Pimpton held him. Okay. And uh, it was a good call. 
That's all there is to it. It was a good call. I thought there were some other phantom holding calls in this game. They call one on Toviano on a kickoff return. That was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, you know, at this point, um, the Pimpton holding, it wasn't like the most egregious holding I've ever seen. It looked like holding and the defender did a good job flailing his arms. Okay. But at the one yard line, okay, you have got to make sure you're not even close to holding. Okay. So during the film study, I'll give it another look. I thought it I thought it was a I thought it was a fair call. What I thought was interesting was when Jaden was slammed to the turf when he clearly had two feet into the end zone, they did not call an excessive hit. He did slam Jaden to the ground. And he was through the end zone. And this would be why I would say that that is a bad call. It was clear Jaden was in the end zone. Let's just say we were to put Jaden in the situation that he ran out of bounds. Let's just say that exact play happened, but Jaden ran out of bounds instead of getting into the end zone. If they slam him out of bounds after he has two feet out of bounds... It's a penalty. So why is that not the same set of rules for when a guy is scoring a touchdown? Because as a ball carrier, when you cross the plane with possession of the football, the play is over. Okay? So, yeah. Uh, Greg Brooks will probably not be back this year. Trying to find. Trying to find your your card, Blanche. I think it's down here. Oh, yeah. Blanche, shoot me an email with your address so I can send this out. The only thing the rest were consistent on is no clapping. Let me see.
Uh, trying to see if there's something else here with this Jaden situation. Real Madrid. Tell him go, Mahal. Dwayne, thank you for your super chat a little bit earlier. Any topic you want to talk about, we'll go straight to it. Let's go to Dwayne Super Chat. Does House keep his job this year? No. I I don't know if it's salvageable at this point. Obviously, if this unit uh if this unit does a complete 180, then maybe, but that's not gonna happen. So I guess Dwayne's comment is more so for this year, as in right now obviously he's going to be the defensive coordinator for next week's game okay now you get Hugh Freeze and you get an Auburn offense I said this earlier in the year their offense was going to be terrible but it's going to get going and Auburn's offense at least has looked some kind of better okay so yeah, uh, we'll 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 see how it goes. This should be a favorable matchup for us. Their offense isn't great, but I would have preferred to play them earlier in the year when they were just abysmal. Fitz, what's good, man? Let's go. He did made some good plays there at the end, man. Now. Here's what we're going to do. In the next five to ten minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we'll keep this win party moving. Okay? Big shout out to our top super chatter for now. I think we're going to get some miracles here. Van, thank you so much. Grant, Nola Grizz, especially K, Jared A, Ethan, Adam, Max, Black Goatee, Michael Terry. Roe, Justin, Ryan, Michael, Sibs, Dustin, J. 
James, Blagotti, Williams, Taylor. Hitstick, Grant, and Blanche. Yeah, that was also a bad missed call. But here's the thing about that. All right, Stephen, it's a good point. I appreciate all your support, man. And Stephen, please send me an email uh, so I can send you a card, man. PowerHourLSU at gmail.com. One thing I'll mention about the bad calls. This is what happens when you play on the road in the SEC. Okay? It's an 11 a.m. kick. And it's loud. There's always going to be more leniency to the home team. It's just how it is, right? The great teams are able to over-freaking-come adversity. Exactly. Exactly. And not only that hit, man, that was the worst Aranda defense. Like, that just shows you college, college football's an offensive game. Aranda's defenses were basically top 10 defenses every year, except the 2019 year, right? And they were still a really good defense in 2019. Um, it's just the offense just matters so much more. Okay? Now, Here's a good thing. Is this isn't the end of the PHL party? We have a lot of work to do. We got to put together a film study that will air tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Might be a little bit later. Sometimes it takes a while to upload all that content. Okay. Uh, there you go. Blanche, thank you for the super chat. And, uh, and yeah, man. I'm telling you, Javarius. All right, let's go to Fitzpatrick with the super chat. Should we fire Staples and put the full court press on Corey Raymond? Okay. I don't I I don't think Corey is going to work out at LSU. All right. So 
you know, once again, this is more of an off-season topic. Uh, But I'll I'll share with you a few things, okay? It's just how this business works, okay? Would Corey Raymond like to – Is does he like LSU better than Florida? Yeah, he played at LSU. He was a strength coach at LSU, and then obviously now – or special teams coach, either one. And now you got to come back and be the DB coach, okay? So, you know, for me – Corey Raymond wanted more money. Okay. He was making, I think, like five hundred or six hundred thousand uh, dollars a year to be the LSU DB coach. And then Frank Wilson comes back to LSU and immediately gets a nine hundred thousand dollar contract. Okay. So these coaching salaries started getting pretty high. So we hired Cortez Hankton to be the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator. Well, he was at Georgia. They had just won the national championship. You had to pay him what you had to pay him. And then Brad Davis got a raise, right? He he got up to 800 k So if you're Corey, you're seeing all these coaches get this, and you have coached the LSU DBs, right, DBU. And you're like, oh, what about me? And during that time period, there was just so much going on with LSU that – I think it was just time for both parties to leave. You know, I think Corey Raymond was a good DB's coach. I do. I think at this point in their careers, obviously, you know, Robert Seeples is still very young. I understood Brian Kelly's logic for getting more youthful just in general on your coaching staff. But Steeples, for the most part, has not been great. Okay. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, yeah, I, I thought we were going to see a little bit more stamps today. Okay. Pat Pete and the honey batter. I know Tyron's interested in coaching. I don't know about Patrick. I also don't know if they want to be. NFL players, and then immediately, right when you're done playing NFL, you're on your phone 10 to 12 hours a day re- recruiting teenagers. I I don't know that if that's going to be what they want to do. Now, obviously, they would have a lot of people come play for them just because they're goats. Uh, but, yeah, let's go to William here. What do I think about JD5's injury? We don't know. We honestly don't know. They'll obviously do further testing when they get back um, to Baton Rouge. You really honestly don't know a whole lot until a little bit after the fact for something like that. Like, obviously, every medical situation is different. But when a player tears his ACL, you kind of just see it. And know it. Um, this is a little bit different. My right? ribs is is a lot more complex. If you would have told me, William, a few years ago, that the end of the Miles Brennan era happened uh, on on that drive versus Missouri, and I know that he played the rest of the game, 
you I you would have I would have never have thunk it that that would have been the last we really ever saw of him. So ribs are, are are a different thing, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully, it gets better. Now we're going to do it again. In the next few minutes, we're going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we'll keep it going. And uh, and yeah. Tell him, William, and I'll, y'all are going to be – the Auburn game is going to be so litty. Oh, texting them up by seven. Okay, Vanderbilt. Fourteen to seven. Okay. LSU gets a basketball commitment. Curtis Givens, a point guard out of Montverde. Brian Kelly said that he wasn't happy that Major Burns didn't fall down on that pick six. Yeah, honestly, you, you, you've got to fall down. You just do. Okay, normally that is relayed to your DBs before the final drive actually happens. If you catch an interception, fall down, and the game's over. Okay? But I also get it for your stats, right? Get a pick six. It's not the worst thing, but you got to fall down and in the game. How much longer do I think that the, the Matt, Matt House chaos lasts? Um, it's for the rest of the season at this point. Tell him, show enough. Let's go to Blanche. I sort of wish we had stuck with Durante for at least one more season. I actually thought House was good. Um, yeah, I think a lot of us wanted Durante to get another shot. Um, You know, you really never know with those O teams who was doing what, right? There's so many different reports as to why the defense became elite. If you really want to break it down, one of the best stretches of LSU defense was the end of that 2021 season, right? Um, You know, they had the rough game versus Kansas State in the bowl game. But outside of that, it was a great performance against Texas A&M. It was a great performance against Arkansas. It was a great performance against Alabama. But, you know, I just think Brian Kelly wanted to bring in all his own guys. And you got to keep in mind, the only coach he retained was Brad Davis. That's it. Now, last year, Madhouse was was fine. He was fine. 
obviously we had a great performance against Mississippi State. We had a great performance versus Alabama. You can't really blame them for the Tennessee game. But you also had the Alabama game. You also had the Texas A&M game. Um, and once again, I go back to the initial video. He had been a defensive coordinator for five separate seasons uh, before he became one at LSU, and four of them were not good. Okay. So there you go. All right. In the next five minutes, we'll keep it going. But if you super chat, we'll hang out. I know a lot of you want to just keep chatting. I'm perfectly fine with it. Perfectly fine with it, man. I do not mind chilling at the Holiday Inn. Apparently, this is via college football nerds. This referee crew has had issues. I did not know there was the same referee crew for the Arkansas-Auburn game. Very interesting. Mm. Well, Muschamp back at LSU. Well, Muschamp, sure. Jim Leonard, that'd be interesting. Would he want to be an SEC country? I know he's a northern guy. I don't know what are, what are his goals. You know. It, they were talking about him for the uh, Wisconsin head coaching job. 
but they decided to give it to uh, the guy from Colorado. Oh, yeah, William, it was Miles. Hey, you're talking about the last game. Ron Cooper, Kobe Black, get that Canes wallet. Kobe Black is the, the, the extra toast. No slaw for our defense. I'm down, Pierce. Throw a bag. Chicken parm tastes so good. Mm. Well, all right, y'all. This is a good time. Big thanks to all our top super chatters. And guess what? The party keeps moving next week to Auburn. Keep racking up those W's. Once again, Jaden Daniels, second best quarterback ever at LSU. Complain to your mama. It is. Power, hour, LSU, boom! And tonight, we are doing... Oh, I, hey, he said. Chicken wings. 
and some jalapeno cream cheese stuffed peppers wrapped in bacon, baby. Let's call.